Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. It's time for your NBA Daily Assist. Gordon, let's waste no time. Austin, hit it. It's time for your NBA Daily Assist. Now, senior NBA writer for Bleacher Report, Howard Beck. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, out to the uh, Sprint special guest line we go. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, he writes for the Bleacher Report. He's our good friend, Howard Beck. Happy Friday, Howard. How are you? Gentlemen, good afternoon. Hey, Gordon and I were, were talking about this. The Warriors are in town to, to take on the Jazz. And it is a, isn't it interesting that their downfall has created so much intrigue across the rest of the Western Conference? Yeah, well, I mean, we don't see very often. Well, two things. One, it's very rare for a team to have been as dominant for as long a period of time in the modern age as the Warriors were. Uh, you know, teams come and go, and, you know, usually you know, the lifespan because of free agency and everything else tends to be shorter in this era, but that they could be that dominant for a five-year run, and then the absolute vacuum it creates when they finally come apart it's just, so you know, both pieces of that are rare, and also I don't think people anticipated that it was going to be as as dramatic of a fall as it was. Now the moment that we knew that Durant was out for all of this season, even before he left there, but certainly you know even after he left, you knew that they were going to be a different team. But there was still some thought of them being competitive. But it's everything else that's happened to them since, of course. Uh, obviously, chiefly Steph Curry being gone um, for for a few months himself. But it, you know, it, it's just it's more than just how dramatic the the collapse is or the the plunge is, and and maybe it's going to be temporary. You know, maybe you know next season this you know this time next year a healthy Steph, a healthy Clay, and Draymond, and you've got that three man core again, and and maybe they've now spun D'Angelo Russell into something else, or maybe he's back. Who knows? They've added some other piece. We may hear from them again, but in the meantime, there is a massive power vacuum that has not existed for a half decade, and that has, you know, that has created so much more intrigue across the conference. And you know, I, I've, I've said many times, I think it's good for the game. You know, as much as dynasties are fun and they're polarizing, um, just the mere fact of having a wide-open race, and a lot of teams in a lot of markets with a lot of fan bases believing that they're in it is overall, I think, good for the NBA. Now, we're not seeing it in the ratings right now. The ratings have been down across the board the last several weeks. That's becoming a, a, a big early-season story. But I think, again, overall, you know, if you're a Utah Jazz fan, if you're a Denver Nuggets fan, Rockets, Clippers, Lakers, all these teams that we've talked about being contenders this season – you're feeling pretty good about the possibilities in a way that you couldn't when the Warriors were just crushing everybody. 
While we're down there at the the bottom of the Western standings, uh, are you are the Spurs and Blazers broken, or do you expect these teams to maybe crawl back up uh, into contention for playoff spot? Yeah, you know, um, before the season started, and we're all kind of wrestling with you know those last two spots in the West: are the Warriors going to make it? Are the Spurs going to continue their stre- their streak? Um, Who's falling out? You know, if, if, if Dallas or New Orleans or Sacramento or somebody is going to jump up, who's falling out? And I, I was kind of in that situation where I thought, you know, gun to head, I'm going to say the Warriors and Spurs are out. And right now that's looking smart-ish, I guess. Um, the Warriors are definitely out, and the Spurs are, are looking really vulnerable in a way that we haven't seen very often. Um, it, it's it's uh, kind of hard to put a finger on. Uh, their, their defense is just kind of a mess right now, which is very un-Spurs-like. And I don't know if these are fixable things for them or not. I just think that, you know, they didn't, they didn't have to get much worse necessarily to become vulnerable. They were already a, a French playoff team. And as long as the rest of the West is getting better, which it is, sometimes it's not, you know, you can stand still and get caught anyway. And that's, I think, a little bit of what's happening. And their stars are, are you know, getting older. And, and DeMar, uh, um, DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge were never, like, you know, superstar dominant type players anyway. They're really, really good and they're multiple time all stars and, and they've, they've won a lot of games in their careers, but they're not at the LeBron, Anthony Davis, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George level. So um, I just think the Spurs are, are, are starting to, uh, you know, maybe this, is the, maybe this is the beginning of the fade out for them. Um, it has to come eventually. The Trailblazers. I think I think Portland made too many changes in the offseason, to be honest. I think this, their, their team is one of those that might be a lesson in how delicate chemistry is because they still have Lillard and, and C.J. McCollum, and, of course, Lillard's missed the last couple of games. But that's you know the identity of your team is wrapped up in those two star guards. But they had this very nicely fitting cast around them with Alfaruq Aminu and Harkless and all these guys. Well, they, they swapped them all out this offseason. And they brought in Hassan Whiteside, who is a, a chemistry crusher, or can be. And, you know, they're just not the same group right now. And then they bring Carmelo Anthony in, who's, you know, first two games, not shy about shooting the ball. So <laughs> they're going to have to deal with that, too. Um, I still think they've got a chance to kind of straighten this out. I, I just think that they may, you know, they're missing some of those pieces they had before, especially defensively in the front court. And it's, it's just a, a different group right now. Yeah, they need Millard healthy. They need to figure out how to best use Carmelo. I think they can stabilize themselves. Howard Beck with us uh, from the Bleacher Report, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Howard, the Lakers uh, have have come together early, and they're playing, uh, obviously, really, really good basketball. Who do you credit, um, I guess, the, the fit? Who, who, who gets the credit for them fitting so well together early? Um... There's a lot of different directions we could go with that. I, I, I think that while I didn't, I wasn't like blown away by the way that they handled their off season. You know, the Anthony Davis trade. Look, it was that's where he wanted to be. So, you know, they, they gave up the farm and they got him. And immediately, you go from being a you know a, a bad team to a team with two of the top five, top six, whatever players in the league, and you're going to be good automatically. I wasn't thrilled with the way that they handled like the, the rest of the roster. But so far, it's actually working out pretty well. So credit to the front office and to Rob Palenka for um, even after having waiting out Kawhi and then losing, not getting Kawhi, and then having to scramble to fill in the, the, all these uh, vacancies. 
they got some they got some good players who are playing really well now. It's role guys, no matter what their flaws, always look better when you're playing off of two superstars at the caliber of LeBron and Anthony Davis. Um, so the rest, to the answer to your question, the rest of it is is, is to LeBron. Um, now give Frank Vogel some credit for instilling a new uh, defensive mindset there that was clearly missing last year, and they're looking really good at that end of the court. And I think surprising a lot of people. I don't think anybody expected them to be as dominant defensively as they've been. I don't know if they're still number one, but they were a few days ago. And the rest of LeBron, you know, your, your, your star sets the tone, and LeBron is the one who is going to either bring a team together uh, and, and, and instill the right ethos um, or not. And, and that's, you know, they're, they're going to follow his lead. And I think that that team has become a, a, a very, you know, high-level LeBron-type team that is, is going to beat you up at both ends. Howard Beck joins us. Howard, I like the way you said the, that that issue of delicate chemistry, because that's sort of what we're watching with the Jazz right now. They're nine and five. Uh, they probably could be Jake. What do you think? Maybe eleven or twelve have eleven or twelve victories thus far that they didn't capture. But we're watching this thing unfold, and it hasn't always been perfect. Even when they've won games. How long? But they have. They seem to have good attitudes about, and they care about each other. How long do you suppose this will take before they're hitting on all cylinders? Great question. I don't know. Um, you know, it, it's. I'm, I'm a little surprised that they've. You know, as I'm sure everybody there is, that they've underachieved a little bit to date. The good news is they're still in pretty good shape, and um, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't put a lot of emphasis on, on, you know, where they are through 14 games. I mean, there's plenty of time to kind of establish that chemistry, uh, you know, figure out what's going on with Joe Ingles and, you know, uh, get, get Mike Conley playing at his highest level. Um, you know, that, that, that was once a team that we thought of as a really young team, but it's, it is more of a veteran team now when you, when you look at it, uh, Donovan Mitchell notwithstanding. And, you know, uh, veterans sometimes take a little bit longer to get going early in a the season. They're playing themselves back into shape. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, you know, let, let's see where they are in another couple of weeks. Howard Beck with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, talk about Houston, Howard. Uh, you know, obviously James Harden is is <laughs> is performing at quite an incredible pace. And Russell Westbrook, he's, his numbers are down a little bit, but he seems to be, you know, doing his best to fit in. What's your evaluation on how the Rockets' uh, experiment is going thus far? You know, so far so good. Um, I, I, you know, Harden is just – playing at an insane level he's just so devastating and he's so efficient and if anybody thought that Harden was going to have to sacrifice some to incorporate Westbrook uh, clearly that's not happening Harden is dominating the ball as much as he ever has and credit to Westbrook for deciding to to feed that to his friend James Harden um but Westbrook is still obviously getting plenty of opportunities and then you know there's two ways that, that I think that they have handled this balance one is to, you know, obviously stagger them whenever possible and have Westbrook out there without Harden sometimes. Um, I don't know that they've been great in those minutes. But the other thing is that, you know, they're, they're almost like there's two teams there when, when they're both out there. There's the up-tempo, fast-breaking Rockets with Westbrook pushing it, as he can do, to, to great effect. And then there's their half-court game, which is Harden dominant, pounding the ball the way he does, manipulating the defense, and either scoring or finding you know an open teammate. And 
you know, like th- th- those might be the two best guards at those two things. Like Westbrook might be the best fast-breaking guard in the league, and Harden might be the best half-court guard in the league. And so it, it's uh, from one possession to the next, you know, they, they, they could kill you either way. And then, Howard, another team that even here in the Rocky Mountain area, we don't hear that much about or not, doesn't seem like that much attention is paid to is the Nuggets. This team is is potent. Yeah, you know, they're, I, I feel like they're another one of those teams that, you know, they're a little bit of a work in progress, a little bit of a slow start. Jokic didn't look like he came back in great shape. And it seems like they've started to pick it up as, as he started to, to round into form. Um, you know, I think we're still waiting to see, is Jamal Murray going to take the leap to that next level and, and be in the mix, you know, as an all-star. Um, they're, they're a team that, you know, is, is still, you know, most effective because of the combination of, of Jokic and his incredible playmaking and just the general depth that they've got. They've got so many different mix-and-match lineups that they can put together. Um, I'm, I'm still, you know, I, I still look at them a little bit suspiciously. I'm still not sure if, if they're just going to be a, a really, really strong regular season team that uses their depth to uh, be able to wear teams down, or are they really going to be a true contender in, in the playoffs? Um, a long way to go till then, but I'm, that's, I'm, I'm still curious about that. Well, Howard, thank you so much. As always, we look forward to it each and every week and enjoy the uh, sports weekend. Thanks, guys. You too. Thanks, Howard. Howard Beck from the Bleacher Report. And, of course, your NBA Daily Assist brought to you by our friends at Lee's Heating and Air. Cold weather is here. Is your home's heating system ready? Lee's Heating and Air is now offering their winter furnace checkup for only 59 bucks. Call Lee's Heating and Air today, 801-747-LEE's or online at leesheatac.com. Of course, Howard's really thoughtful, and I, he makes you think. And I love that whole idea of the chemistry because we hear so much about chemistry, but we also hear so much about talent right? and how it's a talent-driven league. But sometimes, uh, you've mentioned this many times with the Celtics last year, that didn't work out uh, yeah. the way a lot of people expected. But I... I I think with the way Quinn does things with the Jazz, they do have an infusion of offensive talent. Uh, typically, his teams do start slow. Now, sometimes it's because of the schedule. But I, I'm really curious to see what this team is going to look like a month from now. All right, we're at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Tom, our good friend, joins us once again. And I'll tell you what, our listeners like saving money. That's why you're very popular, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> it's not because of his charming personality. Well, that too. I, that too. I, I don't but, care you know. about the popularity. <laughs> I just care about giving people deals. Well, you're giving That's them what today, you do. Man. Hey, uh, we haven't talked about anything but adjustable beds, so let's just remind everybody this is the biggest sell, the biggest deal. If you're looking for an adjustable bed, come and see us. Salt Lake Store or the Orem Store, the deals are available at both stores. Let's talk about something different, though. I have, and you've sat on it, the leather, and I can't mention the brand. It's a sofa with a console, power headrest. Oh, yeah. So nice. Recliner. I've got seven of them left. If you remember, I had 28 of them. I have seven left. They're norm- Well, they're normally 2700 bucks, and we're talking the very best brand. When you come in, you'll recognize it. I can't mention it. $899. Then we have Klausner. We had 39 of them. 
I have six of them left. They're going to be gone by this weekend. If you're looking for the best deal you've ever seen on a double reclining, it's manual. It's uh, made by Klausner, which is a better brand, $1,099 deal. Three hundred ninety nine dollars. We you did, cannot we, get this deal unless you mention Jake or Gordon. We awesome. did. We did an entire show sitting on that. We but, did. It was. It's amazing. Yeah, it's comfy. And that that deal is incredible. I can't believe it. Three. You can't buy a Klausner recliner for less than five ninety nine. This is a double reclining sofa with a console, two cup holders. Pretty sweet. It's awesome. Very sweet. And how about sofas? I have six to choose from. Two hundred ninety nine bucks for a sofa. Sofa, get out of here. We're gonna do uh, all bedding, fifty percent off. And we do this when you guys come. When when you don't come in, we give you twenty percent off. It's fifty percent off if you come in this weekend. I'm gonna do fifty percent off all rugs. It's kind of the Jake and Gordon special. Love it. And then I've never done this with you guys. I have an ottoman. I have it in two colors. It's made by Simmons, famous name brand, regular 129 bucks. How about $29? For an ottoman? I have six of them in Orem. I have eight of them in Salt Lake. $29, two colors to choose from. Mm. You'll find it for $129, and candidly, you'll find it on sale for $79, $89. Bucks. $29. <laughs> that's amazing. Boom. That's, uh, Boom. That's, a, that's how much you pay for a burger these days, seems like. You get down by, here and take advantage the, of it. One hey. little addendum here, Tom. My daughter bought a sofa from you. She can't stop just raving about it. She's my homie. I like that. She, she loves that sofa, man. How's they, the TV? It loves that, too. Good. I mean, she put that in her bedroom. I thought that was a little selfish. She should have maybe shared that with her roommates. I don't blame her. Yeah. <laughs> as long as she's not letting the boys down in Utah County in the bedroom to watch that TV, I'm okay. Tom will talk later. Yeah. 1967 South, 300 West. Get by here. Take advantage of it. The warehouse. We'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Tim Brando from Fox Sports. The issue still remains that the who's in conversation all season long means that most of the media focus is on these brand names. So when the subject matter of Utah or Oregon comes up, most people that are in the central time zone and the eastern time zone, they couldn't name two or three players on your team. I believe that Utah, from both an offensive and defensive standpoint, could stand with any one of those teams and beat any one of those teams that are in this conversation. Absolutely no doubt in my mind. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show. With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live from the warehouse, 1967 South. 300 West. 
Come see us. Unbelievable deals. Want to remind you about the Ford Fan Zone. Purchase an all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream. Starting as low as $37 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket now. And, uh, Bert, do we have uh, we have one pair? You want to give away some jazz tickets, Gordon? Got sure. Ford Fan Zone uh, tickets. All right. What do you want to do? Next person in who says what? Says, uh, hmm, how about... Howdy, Bert. <laughs> That's good by me. Or how about, hey, Bert, hook me up with some tickets. How about, hey, Bert, where's Ernie? Hey, Bert, where's Ernie? Next person that comes in that says, hey, Bert, where's Ernie? We're hooking you up with uh, Ford Fan Zone tickets. What uh, what game is it? For tomorrow night's game against the Pelicans, which, by the way, um, unfortunately, and not to take some uh, steam off the old ticket giveaway, but uh, Derek Favor is not going to uh, not going to travel with the team, not going to make his return tomorrow night, which is kind of disappointing. Is he injured again? Uh, having some back issues, yeah, back oh. spasms. Oh, because he uh, he had a breakout game the other day, didn't he have like twenty and twelve or something, or twenty I, and twenty? I don't know, it was something crazy. The the. Uh, the Pelicans are in a really uh, they're in a really interesting spot, Gordon, because they thought that they could kind of tape it together and bridge the gap with Zion and and the kind of the Laker leftovers that they got in the Anthony Davis trade and perhaps make a playoff run. And I don't know how realistic that was, but for Derek Favors' sake, I was hoping that they would because he could play a, an important role on a team that is that is trying to to win Mm -hmm. but zion gets hurt Uh, the record is not terrific and you you just hope they don't go into you know we're young playing for a draft pick kind of mode yeah yeah so like you said for Derek favors a veteran now who wants wants to compete yeah i'm gonna fiddle faddle around uh by the way uh, good break for me my daughter sadie hi sadie i know she's listening uh came in and visited us here at the uh the warehouse 1967 south 300 west that was fun so i gotta give her a she's a a she's a cute kid of course you're a beautiful bride and as was in here as well Uh, isn't that nice you know i don't i don't get to see her on on game nights because she's in bed by the time i get home so that was nice of them to uh to come by and visit that just it it makes my day gordon you know i i've had a, a bit of a week you know, hasn't really been terrific, uh, but that uh, but that really helps. Hey, do we have a winner already for our our jazz tickets? Hey, how about that? Done, Ed. Done. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Don't eat too many hot dogs because you you know. Yeah, right. It, it, it'll be tempting. What was your name? This is Jeff. Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. Hey, enjoy the game. Thank you very much for listening. We uh, we really uh, really appreciate you. All right. Um, Coming up a little later on the show, uh, we're going to to have a chance to talk to Greg Hansen, who writes for uh, Tucson.com. What's the name of that paper down there? Tucson uh, Gazette. Is it? Uh, oh, this, yeah. no, the Arizona Daily Star. That's in Phoenix. Oh, wow. But uh, anyway, nonetheless, check out his work at, uh, at Tucson.com. But he he really did a, an interesting comparison. I mean, the column he wrote is, is essentially about Kyle Whittingham, but what he's doing is kind of comparing – um, the the route Arizona has gone since Dick Tomey to the way that the the Utes have kind of handled uh, their business with Kyle Whittingham and recognizing him and empowering him and then sticking with him, mm-hmm. whereas Arizona uh, has not stuck with their coaches because they've been a disaster. And another one of his points is is he, they hired a guy who knew how to 
Um, not necessarily. They, they hired a guy that isn't necessarily winning the press conference, but it's a guy who knows how to win where he's at, who has a strategy to win at Utah. He knows how to recruit this part of the country. And then compared that to Arizona, who's – always gone for the you know kind of like look at stoops he's from a he's mm-hmm. from a famous family right. you know Sumlin uh coaches d- at, at texas a&m mm-hmm. rich rod of course uh, west virginia and michigan and is this this big name but that don't necessarily have any sort of tie to the region or to the you know plan to to make it work at kind of a more unique tricky situation like arizona i thought it was it was great i can't wait to talk to him at five thirty. Well, he tells it like it is, and uh, that, that, those are all good points. You would think if you hire the right coach, then you would be able to move forward over the long haul. And the Utes did. Remember, Kyle had some tough seasons early on. And what if Utah had lost patience? And I know it came dangerously close to that. Yeah. Lost patience and, and went with somebody else. Would they have been you know, able? Well, here, I'll give you an example, Gordon. If if Kyle Whittingham did not feel secure in his job, he would not have started Tyler Huntley two years ago mm-hmm. over Troy Williams, and we would not be seeing the developed Tyler Huntley that we're seeing now. Because he knew he had job security and had ability to develop a young quarterback and plan for this year, as opposed to, if you're Kevin Sumlin, what do you do? Do you go with Khalil Tate, even though he's not playing terrifically well, or do you go to a freshman? Because you can't really use the developing. He, he's got to win. You yeah. can't really use the I'm developing for tomorrow excuse because he might not be there tomorrow. Here, here. I, I believe in that. And that's why when we talked yesterday, we were talking about certain coaches that get canned after two years. I think you've got to give a coach at least three years and move from there. I mean, the only, the, the only part of the Utah program that has been somewhat unsettled is the offensive coordinator position. And we've seen what turnover has, has done yeah. there. It has been counterproductive. On the other hand, if you hire a Troy Taylor, do you stay with him? Or do you do you move on to something that you think would be more successful? Right. And that's what the Utes have done this year, going back. If you made a bad hire, should you have to just wait it out because it's fair, even when you recognize it's a bad hire? That's that that's the trickiest part, right? And And I think part of what I'm taking from this column is, why did you hire... And, and by the way, I thought this was a good hire at the time, Kevin Sumlin. But why'd you hire a Texas guy? You know, if you're if you're going to succeed at Arizona, it's not that dissimilar from Utah. You've got to get local guys, and you've got to recruit Southern California. That's your nuts and bolts, right? Yeah. So why are you hiring a Texas guy? Because he's a good coach. But it's about so much more than that, right? I don't know, because if you bring somebody in who really finds a lot of success, then you think, okay, maybe he'll jump somewhere else. But then you keep rewarding him with with contract extensions that will keep him there over the long haul. I believe in that. I think that's the way to go rather than jumping around all the time. Uh, well, you know. I don't know. I guess there are people in positions of power who who think that the program deserves better than what's happened over, over, with the coaches that you've named over the last decade. And even look at somebody like Urban Meyer. Utah hired Urban Meyer. You think, ah, there's an outsider who came into Utah and succeeded regardless. Which he did. Except where, you know, we know about Urban's history. We know about Bowling Green. We know about all that. But where was he an assistant, Gordon? Colorado State under Sonny Lubick. Yeah. 
he had experience in this region. He knew what Utah was all about. He had game planned for Utah. He'd coached <laughs> against Utah. You know, he saw that they were kind of a sleeping giant in that conference because they could get athletes. He could get the best athletes in the Mountain West Conference to Salt Lake City, and he knew it because he had been out here and seen it for himself. Under Sonny Lubick, who was an incredible coach. In fact, Sonny changed the way Urban, at least, he altered the way he coached. Right. Because he came from that sort of uh, that Ohio State experience, uh, yelling at everybody all the time. And uh, Sonny taught him that, hey, man, you can motivate with love, too. That's what Kalani Sataki's doing down at BYU, although you do have to have a bit of an edge to you. But anyway, you got to find the right guy. Yeah, but and each guy does it differently. But I, I do like his concept of, you know, if you're at a, if you're at a, a unique situation, if you're at a kind of a, more of your underdog school from a you know, geographic standpoint, climate standpoint, whatever you want to say, you know, Utah's not USC. They're not located in Southern California. They're going to have to do it differently. And to have somebody who's familiar with, or at least has a plan and a formula that will work. I mean, why do you think, why do you think Gary the first time worked so well at Utah State? Because he took the formula from right. what he learned at right. Kyle Whittingham, and he mm-hmm. took that up to Logan. Yeah, and he had some unique uh, ways of looking at it, and uh, he uh, implemented those things, and it, it, it worked. I mean, it just worked. It's too bad he didn't stay at Utah State the whole time. I know. Although Matt Wells carried what Gary did, and it worked for him, and now he's at Texas Tech. I mean, uh, you know, Kalani can't completely implement the plan that Utah has used at BYU, but he's taken a lot of stuff he learned at Utah down to BYU, too. What my goal would be if I were Arizona, uh, I I would want to find a guy who's a keeper. I would want a guy that I can keep over the past next 10 years. Well, you don't think they're trying to find that guy when they hire? Well, I mean, yeah, but some people you know that they're sort of carpetbaggers. Well, and and Greg Hansen made this point, too. He said Kyle Whittingham has made Utah not only his destination job, but a destination job. Fair enough. And I thought that was a really interesting point. And Arizona. That's what my goal would be. I don't want to, I don't want to bring somebody in who's going to stick around for three years and then either jump out or uh, what's the last thing you want is somebody you're going to have to fire. But I understand that Urban Meyer came in and gave Utah a, a, a bit of a bump there. But I think Kyle Whittingham could have done that as well. Um, now, that's a really interesting question. Maybe we get into that more well, it was at, a, at a later date. But I think They he, moved into the Pac-12, and that's really uh, uh, was a big, big help to what Kyle Whittingham was trying to do, even though he was very successful with that 08 team. And uh, and when he first came into the Pac-12, uh, you know, he had those back-to-back five and seven seasons. But nobody freaked out about it. And there may have been that tendency to freak out about it, as you were sort of hinting at there. Uh, but uh, smart, uh, smart decisions were made to keep him around. I don't know if Kyle Whittingham would be the head coach he is now, though, unless he spent those two years under Urban Meyer. I think he learned a lot from Urban yeah, in those two years. I think the program, you, you know, I, I, I think the program got some tweaks that are still in place today because Urban came there. And remember that when Urban Meyer talks about Kyle Whittingham on national TV, he says Kyle Whittingham is one of the best coaches in college football. And, yeah, all right. Well, that's high praise from a guy who doesn't seem like he's all that easy to impress. 
I know I say this a lot, but Urban has turned into a terrific TV analyst. You like him? He's great. Well, he's, I don't know if he he's just in kind of his I don't give a what phase. But this time around, while he, uh, as an analyst, he's he'll tell it like it is. Gosh, why would Urban Meyer feel that way? Because he is in that you know untouchable type of uh, at least as he an analyst. Have the, he did have a bumpy road there at the end of Ohio State. Yeah, but, but how many programs out there? Would, how many programs out there would still do whatever it would take to get him as their head coach? USC. I don't think so. Actually, that's the interesting thing is USC <laughs> uh, is is the program that may actually steer clear of him. Huh. Well, one thing's for sure, uh, the Utes should be grateful to have Kyle Whittingham around, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how long he sticks around if the Utes end up doing what they might be capable this year. All right, uh, we'll have more coming up right around the corner. We're live from the warehouse. We want to remind you, suit up in style with Mr. Mack and Alema Harrington. Enter now at 1280thezone.com to win a pair of Cole, of, uh, Cole Han shoes from Mr. Mack uh, and an uh, outfitting shopping experience with Alema during their remote on December the 11th. Alema will personally pick you out an outfit. Compliments of Mr. Mack. We are live. They didn't call me to get involved in that. I'm I'm shocked. Well, first you take a turquoise T-shirt, and then you find a uh, station vest that uh, is at least 20 years old. And then you pair that with a nice pair of jeans, and here you go. You know, should I take some credit for the way Alema looks? Because, you know, he had to learn that from somebody. From someone, I see. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. Big show, live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Tony, where are you at, man? Montego Bay. Let me ask you this, Tony. How's Nat enjoying the trip? Is she enjoying Jamaica? I told you I could not take her on this trip. I I feel really bad. By the way, happy birthday, Nat. Yeah. I've been getting attacked for this. It's (sighs) her birthday. You didn't go to the Boise Classic. You're in Jamaica, man. You took her to Oklahoma City, but you can't spring to bring her to Jamaica? I feel bad. I do. So this is how it went down. Nat, I have to fill in on a trip for Utah State, but I'm bringing you with me for your birthday. And she got all excited, and then you logged on and looked at the price and went back to her and said, uh, just JK, I'm not bringing you. <laughs> Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. And now, your not sports report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Come on by and see us. It is time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Cars Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online, LHMUsedCars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? Well, see, I, I, I've sort of, you guys have worn me down a little bit. Have we? Yeah. Been leaning on me with uh, all these bad news stories that have been, been coming up with a bit of a downer and and some stuff that's that's not all that newsworthy. So, I have come up with uh, something today that is feel good. What was all the right. one earlier this week where it was like just a, an update on what clothes someone was wearing or? 
Well, what. I remember somebody shoplifted by wearing eight pair of pants or something. That's well, what that it was, was yesterday. Unremarkable. Yeah. Wasn't it yesterday? I think so. Well, okay. So I've come up with some stories that have been a little on the, uh, uh, well, uh, maybe criminal side, maybe bad news side, maybe uh-huh. downer side. So Just a little. I don't know if you saw this today, and I'm not exactly sure where it took place. Maybe one of our listeners know, because this video has been flying around a little bit. And I think there may be a brother involved who's at BYU, and this is his younger brother. But did you see the video of the high school kid who was colorblind? I, you know what? I did not get a chance to watch it. I am aware of it, though. Austin, did you see this? No. Okay. Well, I think his brother, his older brother, is at BYU or something. That's for some reason I, I, I thought that was the case. But he was at his school. He's been colorblind his entire life. And his high school principal showed up who is also had some some colorblind type challenges but he gave him some glasses his glasses that enabled him to see colors for the first time and i'm telling you right now jake go watch the video i'm a sucker for those things i i mean it just makes me feel good and it it strikes it gives you all the feels but this kid for the first time, put on put on these glasses and was able to see colors. And I'm telling you right now, that kid broke down and cried. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Seeing colors for the first time. I love those things. And so, man, just... Get get him. He he got the glasses, and he won't. I guess he he said the principal said, "Well, you can go out and get your get your parents to get you some of those uh, glasses, so that it enables you to see colors." I I got it got misty eyed for me. That's I pretty mean, cool. Go see it. Go check it out. There it is. Yeah, Austin Facer has it up. Uh, is playing it on his laptop here at the warehouse. Look at that. Yeah, that's touching. Oh my gosh! I can't. I can't get enough. How uh, How do you think you'd evaluate your chosen color scheme today? Well, you got to do that. <laughs> you really got to do that. Look at the look at the young man, the young kid. Look at him. He, he's got the 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 uh, the, uh, the, uh, the rain birds are going on in his eyes. He's just all emotional about it, and you got to say that. What's the matter with, by the way, what's the matter with my color combination? Even, even he would go, boy, turquoise with uh, the forest green of a master's hat. I don't know. Man, I, you know, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to what I usually do. And I'm going to talk about death and destruction from here on out. No, it's a good story. You don't even care about it. <laughs> sorry. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Good story today, Gordon. I, I, Bert, did he even look at it? I he, did look at it. Yes, I did. Uh, barely, yeah. Oh, barely. A, a passing glance, uh, maybe. Yeah. Turn that off, Bert. Did, I watched the whole thing. Here's this young, this young, young kid who has gone through his entire life has never seen the the spectrum of colors. I show it. To, Bert shows it to you, and you sit there and start insulting me. <laughs> 
You look terrific. I, I, I don't know what to do with you sometimes, Jake. I mean, because I know deep down in there is, 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 is a man who's got feelings of gold. Well, thank you. That's nice of you to say. What it's just a little too, too far down in there somewhere. Greg Hansen joins the show at 5.30. Stay tuned for that. Check this out, folks. Go find it. If you haven't been able to watch it, find it. You can find it online. Just type in colorblind kid. You'll find this. It is worth watching. All right. Joining us now, he's our good friend Tom from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. And, and quickly before we jump into these deals, Tom, uh, we also need to mention, of course, the new Orem store there on University Parkway. How's it going? Grand opening? Things off and running? Awesome. That's great. Awesome. It's our first store in Utah County. Uh, the response has been unbelievable. Sorry about that, Austin. Can you hear me now? We got you. Gotcha. All right. So it's going well. Uh, just, it seems like to me that that is a match made in heaven. Of course, here in up here in Salt Lake as well. And maybe everywhere. People love saving money. They love deals. And if you're looking for, and I'm going to be candid, if you're looking for a designer that they pay $100,000 a year to make the store look pretty, we're not your store. But if you're looking for designer furniture, name brand furniture, at the lowest price in the country, come and see us. See, that's, that's what I simple. love That's what I love about it. Because, you know, you, you have a wide range of, of products for people, whether it's, uh, you know, I mean, if it's the third best kind of furniture and uh, you can give it to them for a price that's unheard of and that's good enough for them they'll take it but your deals today like some of these mattresses you're talking about these uh the, the, adjustable they're, the, they're the best you can they're the best oh, you can the, get it's one of the very best brands in the industry and i'm talking 70 percent off it's amazing how can you not, how, how about this uh gray denim sofa you're sitting i love it huh Oh, it's beautiful. Boom. It is nice. And and all this is really, Tom, is because you've been doing this for a long, long time. You know how to go find deals. Your family's the been in this business size. for a long time. I have a deal that we're going to do, and I have one of them. So we're an Ashley dealer. We guarantee the lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Go get me the item number. Bring it to me. I'll beat the price. I had the reps here today. The meetings I was involved with, my Ashley reps were here. The Ashley rep who does dining tables and bedrooms said, Tom, I got a deal for the radio. I've got a table in my car. This is six chairs, dining table. Normal price is nine ninety nine. You'll find it on sale for six ninety nine. Says, I've got one that I'm gonna get you at half price so you can sell it for three forty nine. So if you need a dining room table, six chairs, and a table for Thanksgiving, <laughs> thank the Ashley rep, $349. How about that? I only have one. They're still in the boxes. We'll build the chairs for you. The chairs are normally 129 bucks each if you just buy the chair. You can buy the whole set for 999 The big sale is 699 349 Wow. That's amazing. It's it's unbelievable. That's just one of our deals. We're Utah's lowest price. And don't forget, Orem or Salt Lake, we've got lots of inventory. We've got lots of deals. And then if you don't see what you're looking for, I've got this. I call it my big iPad, big 40-inch touchscreen. You can find every product that Ashley makes 
and will be the lowest price in town. I mean, By the way, Tom, you'll like this story. Uh, we had a listener come in, and he said, oh, I mistakenly stopped in at the furniture store down the down the street. And I said, where's the radio guys? Where's Tom with the great deals? <laughs> Not there. <laughs> the store to the north of the store to the south. North. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. We love those stores. He found his way here, though. We love yeah, those stores. Yeah. Uh, Tom, thank you uh, very much. As always, 1967 South, 300 West. And don't forget about the Orem store. Gordon, you want to give us a boom on this one? A boom. How about that? More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. It's important for guys like Urban Meyer to stand up and say, no, you, you got to take a look at this Utah team. If Clemson and Utah played tomorrow, I'd put money on Utah minus three. I think Utah beat Clemson. No, I know it's it's all guessing. It's all hypothetical. But when I look at what Clemson does well and what Utah can do defensively and what I think they could do offensively, Clemson's done a good job suppressing teams defensively over the last few weeks, but they haven't played a consistent run-based team that works well off play action and has a quarterback playing at, let's be honest, a Heisman level. I just don't want to see this time come and go, have this team be a flash in the pan and then a Rose Bowl win over Minnesota. That's still a heck of a consolation prize. I know what you're saying, but that's still To like... me, it'd be a letdown. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.